Welcome back. We are now officially in season three. The season is about things I find interesting and intriguing. So I hope you enjoy. And I'm your host, Philip Tory, and you're listening to Philip on Facts podcast. Do you know the oldest one? The oldest one, the oldest fairy tale, my ad, is about 6,000 years old. The tale of this tale is called The Smith and the Devil. This is a European fairy tale. Basically, this dude makes a pact with a malevolent being viewed as the devil, makes a deal of some sort, then this poor soul tricks the devil out of his own prize. You know, if you think about it, it's almost like the story of the, um, what's that movie? Ghost Rider. Because Ghost Rider, you know, makes a deal with the devil and then technically beats him at his own game. Interesting, right? The thing about fairy tales that, that's fascinating is that they are all passed down from generation to generation. And eventually someone will write it down. And over time, it builds a documentation of the ages, a collection of the mind experiencing the passing of time. They do have one flaw though. They can get lost in the mist of time through the concept of telephone, like the game, meaning they can get misunderstood, misinterpreted, misinterpreted uh, words. But I think that's very fascinating that it's still here. Like there's still documentations of it. Wild. Let's get deeper into, uh, into the fairy tales though. I feel like, I feel like there's some stuff that, like I didn't know about this stuff until I looked into it a little more, which is pretty fun, you know? Research, learning, love it. How many versions of the Beauty and the Beast do you know? Well, before preparing for this episode, I only knew of the Disney one, but there are about four not including like TV shows or movies that replicate the tale. We have the new version, Robin Macbeth, Robin McKilling, McKilling's Beauty, 1978. And then we got the Walt Disney Beauty and the Beast, 1991. And then we have the old version, La Belle et la Bête by Jean Cotteau in French. 1946. I might have said the last name wrong by Jean Cochetou. I don't know. It's it's a very it's French. Anyway, I apologize for butchering that name. In the Disney version, which I found very interesting, Belle is used as her name and not like a label of sorts. Like in the French version, the act the uh, character actually has a name. I don't remember because I didn't really dive that deep into it. But I do know that in the French version, Gaston wasn't really a character, but the story, it was, they still had the main story theme. Fascinating, right? Now, looking through 
I kind of wanted to find tales and stuff from different parts of the world, right? So from Africa, we have the jackal and the spring. An 1895 tale, Origins French, collected by Ed Edward Chacot. This tale is pretty interesting. In the original version, the hare replaces the jackal as the cunning character. On a deeper note, some scholars speculate that the jackal well was actually a natural spring that flowed out of an image of a beast, which would make the tale even more that fascinating. From the Arabic regions, we have Alibaba and the 40 Thieves. This tale is from 1001 Nights. It's like a collection. Ever heard of Open Sesame or Open Sesame? It's Open Sesame. That's where this phrase originated from, this story. Now, this was crazy. Y'all know of like Aladdin or the movie Prince of Persia? Well, without this tale, we wouldn't have those stories. Of course, these stories are similar and so different, but they have their own traits. In the original version of Alibaba, it wasn't the two brothers of Persia. Instead, it was a woodcutter and an honest man who discovered the secret of the thieves. Fascinating. From Armenia, we got the story of Zoluziza. Z-O-U-L-V-I-S-I-A. Mispronounced it probably. But, 1905, author Frederick Macklar, interesting, Frederick Macklar, do you, do you know, or do you think fairy tales, folk tales, myths, or legends all, like, share a hidden lesson, or like, meaning? Most of them do, right? Or at least the meaning part, but I feel like most of them share some kind of hidden lesson. For example, this tale has a great lesson about happiness and how to keep it, which is something we all could use time to time, right? I mean, it would be great if we we're all just happy all the time. But would that make life really interesting if that was the case? From England, we all should know The Three Little Pigs, 1843, author Joseph Jacobs, the thing about this title is that the origins is of it are kind of unclear. We don't know where it comes up, but like we do know that 1843 version was the beginning, and most of the of the three little pigs are credited to jo, are credited to Joseph Jacobs, other people who put their own interpretations on the story. Well, massive. So we have um, Jacob, Jacobs and Halliwell uh, Phillips version. In this version, the three little pigs, the first two don't really get a personality. They're just there in terms of the story, at least in my opinion. They're just 
there to build up the story and boom, there's the story. The next version I'm gonna talk about <clears throat> is Joel Chandler's Harris version. In this version, he calls it the story of the pigs. And instead of three pigs, he includes five. The premise of the story is the same. They all build the, the little houses, the monster is on the brink of the monster. Ooh, I just can't read this morning. The mother is on the brink of death and warns her children of the bear wolf. This version gives more detail look at the pigs and gives them more characteristics. Very fascinating. The next one is Andrew Lane's collection of the fairy tales called The Green Fairy Book, published in 1892. The main difference I saw in this version is that the pigs actually got to live happily ever after. As a story with no sad endings, this version was similar to Harris's version in the characteristics and personality of the pigs, and he included three pigs as in the Joseph Jacobs version. With, with this being an episode of Tales, I wanted to add one from a place I am from, which is Russia. So we have The Soldier and the Death, a 1922 tale, author Arthur Ransom. Interesting fact about Arthur Ransom, he was an eyewitness at Lennon's funeral in, in 1924 received an award called the Canridge Medal for Pingan Post. Pingan or Pigeon, Pigeon? I don't know. It's a, uh, words today are just not my favorite thing right now. This tale is about a soldier coming home from being in war for 20 years with nothing on him but a couple coins. He spent his last shingling which is like a coin, like a half dollar. Got himself some food. While he was eating, he came across a beggar. And this is where the story takes off with him starting the dance with the devil itself. Or not the devil itself, death itself. Oh my goodness. But as the story unfolds, you find out that his journey is just a bit like sacrificing yourself for someone else. A heroic thing to do, as a soldier, of course. He is on his way home. While stopping at a tavern, he finds himself intrigued by a fancy palace where the devils are. You, figured, you figure out that he has no fear and goes in there and takes a look. There he finds someone named Tazar. After he has faced some challenges, he gets ill towards the end. Then, with the last moments in him, he remembers—excuse me—he remembers something that would cause him to defeat death. Dun 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 dun! It's a pretty fascinating story, though. I really do like. I post this one, like the story. I post all the stories that I talked about um, that you probably never heard. Uh, on my uh, podcast page. So, um, yeah, pretty crazy. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Let me restate that. I hope this episode was something or somewhat informative and fun to listen to. 
you would like to read any of these tales I've talked about, I'll leave a link on the episode on my webpage, philiponfacts.com. There, you'll be able to see all my websites, or all my websites, all my episodes as well. And again, I guess today is not my best English day. Then you, then, mm, uh, uh, uh. thank you for tuning in today. I hope you have a great day, evening, or night, depending on when you listen. Stay tuned for my next episode for season three. Take care.